Have you ever wanted to start all over again, to renew, to renovate, to restore, redevelop, and recondition your life? Have you wanted to repair what is worn out, run down, and broken? Today on Dash, Dr. Dixon teaches practical points for renewal in this new year season. Well, hi. It's so good to be with you again in 2019. It's a time of resolutions, which I call decisions, to be made and to be kept. It's a time for us to begin to do personal reflection and see, you know, what is it that we want change? What goals are we going to set? What vision do we have for ourselves? So I want to challenge you today. Over the next seven days, I want to challenge you concerning renewal. You know, renewal is when you replace or repair something that has worn out or worn down and all run down and broken. But I want to challenge you on today to renew for a renewal. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. 2019 is here. The new has come. And so many times in life, we don't realize that, hey, if it didn't work last year, let's just get rid of it. Don't keep trying to make something work that's not working. My saying is, don't keep beating a dead horse, okay? There's no heavier load than that. You've just got to do something different. If you want change, if you want something different, you've got to do something different. Oh, here we go. If you keep doing the same thing and expecting something different to happen, what is that? Come on, psychology people. That is insanity. (laughs) Yes. So I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you. We're going to move into a challenge of renewal. And when you do that, you're going to find yourself being unified. You're going to find yourself being respected. You're going to find yourself being understood. And you're going to find yourself people listening to what you say and then following it, obeying it. How do we get here? How do we get to that point when we begin to renew ourselves? Because we all really want that in life, don't we? All of us do, no matter what's going on and how it's going on in our lives. Well, I want to talk about that today with you, how we get to this point, how we make these steps happen in our lives to spiritual renewal. You know, I know that there are a lot of different perspectives of uh, viewpoints may talk about. I can only talk about that that I know. That is what I share in life, what is real to me. And I have, you know, I don't speak from theory. I speak from practice. I have actually put these steps into practice and I found out that it really, really works. And when you do that, you'll see that no matter what you believe in, and there are a lot of people that believe a lot of things. This is why I want to challenge you about renewing yourself from the perspective of the word of God. And when you do it, you'll just see life just begin to overflow. You'll find out that those things that tried to dump on you, those things that tried to weigh you down, those things that said, oh no, you'll never rise again. You will find yourself springing up, setting new goals and great things beginning to happen in your life. When you get a chance over the next seven days, I want you to just read in the Bible, Nehemiah chapter eight. That is such a great renewal chapter. If you start at the last verse in chapter seven, the the second part of it, you know, I'd like to call it uh, chapter seven, verse 33, part B. If you start there and then go on down through chapter eight and read all of that and you will find out that oh, it is just so good. And for times when they wanted renewal to come, there were four things that had to happen. 
according to the scriptures here. Those four things. In verse one and two says that all the people came together as one in the square before the water gate, men and women, and all who were able to understand. Now, these were city people as well as people who lived in the countryside. And you could say there were white collar workers, blue collar workers, men in three piece suits carrying iPads and men in overalls carrying pitchforks. They were educated, uneducated, young, old men, women. These were Jews brought back from captivity whose origin was no doubt all over the promised land. So they were different in several ways, but they came together as one. And one of the things that you're going to have to find out, one of the greatest tactics of the enemy is division. A house divided cannot stand. And many times when you're divided and we think about that, let's just bring it down to you. When you are divided in your mind, your body, your spirit, what do you mean by that? When you don't have a unified rule that you live by that, hey, you just allow your body to follow your mind into whatever you think. And your spirit is trying to pull you in another way. You're going to have to unify yourself. You're going to have to get unified. And and one of the best things that you can learn is that, and you want to rebuild, you want to renew. One of the most miraculous restoration concerning the walls around Jerusalem, this is what they were built. The people's eyes were open and they saw anew their need for God. It is so awesome. I can remember when God began to deliver me. Oh, back in the 70s, my eyes were open. I began to see, you know, that I was not in that place I should be, that that my body was doing one thing. My mind was thinking another. My spirit was trying to get through to me as well. But as you know, so goes the mind. So goes the body. (laughs) And I knew that I had to I had to get unified. And I had to begin to, I mean, this is what I believe, then, hey, I got to stand on it. I've got, if if this is what I'm going to stand on, I got to do what it says. Once you begin to unify yourself like that, I guess that's why I'm such, may I say hardcore, (laughs) that if the word says it, I have to come up to it. I don't bring the word down to me. I go up to it. Thy loving kindness is higher than life. <laughs> and and I go up to it. And, and I found that that is the best way for me to get renewal is the first thing for me to just just get right with God the best that I can and do all that I can. And, you know, you cannot be rebuilt. You cannot experience revival if it doesn't all come together. Mm-hmm. You begin to love God just because he loves you. And it's a process. But you just start doing it. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but listen, it sure will be worth it all. Oh, yes, it will. Without unity, the renewal cannot come. Because why? We're doing the same thing, expecting something different. So we got to have unity in order for the renewal to come. I'm challenging you. I'm challenging you to renewal. (laughs) I'm challenging you to reconstruct. I'm challenging you to rebuild. I'm challenging you on today that some change is coming to you as you begin to stand on this, move in this, and let God overhaul, recondition, redevelop, rebuild, reconstruct, renovate, modernize you. That's a big word right there, renewal, huh? I'm challenging you on today to renewal. Okay, so we got to get unified. What's the next thing that we need to do? The word of God must be respected. So got to be unified and the word of God must be respected. You know, when they all came together at the water gate, this group of diverse yet unified Hebrews asked Ezra to bring out the book of the law of Moses 
and read it to them. You know, we get so busy with life that we stop living. That's another Carol Dixon 101. It's so many times that your schedule is so hectic. Your schedule is so tight uh huh. that with life's demands that you stop living. And see, the, the life is in the word of God. And what you have to do, you got to respect the word of God so much so that I must have its guidance. I must have it leading. You don't have to be deep and, oh, my God, read the whole Bible overnight. But there ought to be a scripture. There ought to be something that of the word of God, that God's idea about doing things and the way it should be done. When they told Ezra, get the book out, read the book to us. And see, don't miss that. See, the request for the word of God and see to come from deep within you. To be read before them. They asked for this. This was not Nehemiah's idea. They asked for this. It came from them. It wasn't Ezra's idea. It was the people's idea. So remember, it had been 140 years since they had heard the word of God from his book. So they were really hungry spiritually. How long has it been since you heard the word of God? I challenge you to renewal on today. And the word of God must be respected. Are you famished? Are you hungry to hear the word of God? That hunger for the word of God was prophesied a long time ago in Amos, the eighth chapter, verses 11 and 12. He said, the days are coming, declares the sovereign Lord, when I will send a famine through the land, not a famine for food or thirst for water, but a famine of hearing the words of the Lord. Men will stagger from sea to sea and wander from north to east, searching for the word of the Lord but they will not find it. Will you request the word of God? Will you stop and say, I got to get God's word. I got to see what the word of God has to say for me today. Oh, you know what? Just start where you are. Just start right where you are. And as you start, I'm telling you, it will create a hunger in you for the more. Hmm. And so here they were. They respected the word of God. They're the ones that requested it. And let me tell you, as we read in Nehemiah 8, verse 3, it says, All the people listened attentively to the book of the law. Mm. And as a preacher, I have to say I like this part. <laughs> All the people listened attentively. <laughs> Amen. Oh, So you can see, you've got to be unified. You must respect the word of God. Talking about renewal, I'm challenging you. Number three, the word of God has to be understood. You see, it's not enough to just hear and revere the Bible. It must be studied. It must be repeated as you go through the day. Paul told Timothy, it must be taught correctly. I see so many people being put in the box of tradition and the word of God is so out of the box. It is a radical faith. It's a radical word. Tradition will make it of none effect because it won't fit in a box. No, mm -mm. So it, it must be taught correctly. It must be rightly divided. I mean, you know, the Bible is not a magic book that changes people or circumstances just because somebody reads it or recites it. No, the power of the Bible, it lies in understanding it. This is one reason Ezra's revival took six hours a day for a week. Yeah, he was reading the Bible. He's sitting there just reading to him six hours out every day for a whole week. Let me tell you, you begin to get into the word of God. And when you begin to understand it, it gets so good to you. 
it, it begins to connect up. It, you begin to see what it's saying. It'll be so relevant. Now, listen, they had been dispersed. They had not heard the word of God. They requested to hear this word. Glory. They wanted to hear the word of God. And that was their respect for it because they hadn't heard it in a long time. They wanted to hear. They were hungry for it. They were. They just felt it being in a famine concerning the word of God. And what happened? Uh, they began to hear it. As you begin to hear the word, understanding will come as you listen attentively and it is rightly divided and explained unto you. Understanding comes at right in that moment relevant to you in your timing. That's what I love about the word of God. doesn't matter about the fact it was written a long time ago. That is the general word of God, the specific word that God has for you out of that word of God. He will speak to you. Oh, you're talking about good. So good. He'll begin to breathe on you what he is saying out of the scripture as you give a tenant to the word of God. That's what happens in life. I, I just love it. So the word of God has to be understood. It will be understood. It'll be clear unto you. It'll give meaning to your life. You'll begin to understand what is being read. Yeah. As it is rightly divided unto you and revealed unto you as you make it a practice, a habit part of your daily schedule to listen to it. And then finally, I want to say the word of God must be obeyed. As the people understood the book that Ezra was reading to them and they began to learn about what it was saying and they began to commit themselves to it, it brought them to a place of looking back. It brought them to a place of looking around and it took them to a place of looking ahead. I'm here to tell you today as you begin to get into the word of God and you begin to see the change that God has for you in his word and you begin to put yourself in a position that I'm hearing the word of God, but I'm going to be unified to it. I'm going to respect the word of God. I'm going to understand the word of God and I'm going to obey the word of God. When you get yourself in that position, it will be time. Oh, yeah, I love those three words. It is time. <laughs> the spirit will just speak it to you. Yes, he will. You just feel it. You, you may not be able to articulate it, but you, you just have this excitement that changes here. Things are getting ready to be different. It's not going to be the same. And the people began to look back and they began to remember the 40 years of wandering in the wilderness when the people were homeless and they lived in temporary shelters. And then they began to look around at the harvest of blessings from the hand of God, from their rooftop shelters. They could see that the Lord had given them a good land and that they were never to forget the givers. They enjoyed the gifts. And then they began to look ahead. They had the Feast of Tabernacles. Oh, that was a glorious time for them. Oh, glorious time to just, oh, bask in the promises that God has made his people. That was a week-long festival of joyful praise and thanksgiving, focusing on the goodness of the Lord. That's what'll happen in your life. You want renewal? Well, I'm telling you right now, renewal is a sure thing. As you begin to unify, respect, understand, obey the word of God. You do that and you'll find yourself looking back. Look where God has brought me from. Looking around. Look at all the goodness. Look at the harvest in my land. Looking ahead. Oh, great things are in store. Oh, 2019 is going to be a wonderful year. So I challenge you. I challenge you. I challenge you on today to renew. I challenge you on today to renovate. I challenge you on today to restore. I challenge you on today to redevelop. 
I challenge you on today to recondition. I challenge you on today to rebuild. I challenge you on today to reconstruct. I challenge you on today to replace or repair that that is worn out, run down, and broken. I challenge you to renewal over the next seven days in the beginning of this year. My prayer for you is that God allows you to live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live. I am Carol Dixon. Take the challenge. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Dash is here to serve the community positively, productively, and prayerfully. And guess what? Dash is adding on during the month of January, Thursdays at 10 a.m. So what does that mean? That you can tune in to Dash Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. Can you say two times the Dash? Share with family, friends, and neighbors to tune in to Dash every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. during the month of January. If you need more information about Dr. Carolee Dixon and Dash, go to caroldixon.net. And we'll see you on Thursday. Thank you.